the reason that they bought you in is because they like what you did in the audition and they believe that you can do the job. A lot of people will go in, especially if they're new or this is the first job, and they go in and they're scared and they're tense and they're, oh, I don't want to be in the way and I, you know, and I'm scared. No, go in, be a professional. everybody, it's Wendy Elaine Wright, and welcome to my podcast, Secrets of a Hollywood Talent Manager. I'm so glad that you're here, and every week I'm going to give you some tips, tricks, and secrets that you can apply to your acting career. Dan, thank you so much for being here. Oh, wow, it's an honor to have you. What a hardworking actor you are the entire time, with the perseverance and the drive, and never quitting, and doing whatever it takes, and uh, just sticking with it all of all of your life being a performer so i mean i just want other other actors to know what it takes to really be a working actor in television you've been so much television i mean so much network television and so many movies so can you tell us about why you you know why when you became an actor when you moved here and like how that was how that worked getting going and building your career and what kind of mentality you have to have to make this business work to stay in this business what kind of training do you have to have what kind of relationship building skills you have to have? Just how people can follow in your footsteps. I knew this is what I wanted to do when I was a child. You know, being African-American, there was only so many limits, you know, in terms of what we could get accomplished at that time in history in St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. And I uh, I worked in radio for a little while. I was in a band, a very popular band in the St. Louis area. But I knew up under all of that, this is what I wanted to do. I did stand up for 12 years and I really... Doug doing stand-up, I really dug the radio as an on-air DJ personality. All of that was part of the, I would call it putting the money in the bank, so to speak. I wanted to, to act. I wanted to, you know, from the first time I went into a movie theater and saw somebody on the screen, especially somebody who looked like me, it's like, okay, that's exactly what I wanted to do. The first thing I did when I got here, I got into a um, an improv workshop, you know, and I'd been in six months, didn't know anything about improv. Then I got into a comedy workshop. And then from that, I got into another comedy workshop. And what happened is on the way, I started networking with people. And it's just like, you know, you take one step towards whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And you will usually take a couple of steps towards you. So every time I got into a workshop and met somebody new, they said, man, you need to try this. And then I went to Judy Carter's uh, stand-up comedy workshop. And that gave me an opportunity to work at the comedy store and to work at the improv. And then I started doing those things on my own. I found a couple of uh, classes that really, really took me to the next level, you know. Uh, then I became a member of the actor Studio, which really kind of changed my life. It took everything that I learned that gave me all this other stuff that none of these other classes were giving me. I insisted if this is something you really want to do, then you've got to really put in, in, in the workshop. you got to, you know, if you, if you can go to a conservatory or if you can go to Yale or any of these places, I would suggest, yeah, because it teaches you everything from, from voice and diction, movement, everything that you need. But one of the things that Lee Strasberg always thought that actors had to workshop their craft. You have to workshop your craft. You have to be in a class where you fall on your butt every day, make mistakes, get up, wipe yourself off, and keep going. And that's what it takes. You know, it takes that type of dedication. You know, we hear all these things about don't quit, stick to it, and this and all those things, but all those things are it. Make a decision. This is what I want to do. Just do it. But I had to do this. It wasn't like I wanted to. It was just like I had no other choice. Something that you know in your brain that you got a plan B, you know, you got something to fall back on. 
then this is not for you. It's got to be. Because you can't plan to fall back on that. you got to plan to move forward on the acting and yeah. go forward with it with that intensity that right. you're going to make it happen no matter what and keep doing it until it happens and keep making it happen. How do you okay. deal with the rejection that you get along the way? In the beginning, Wendy, it, it, it was tough, you know, and you, you, you learn. It's All that is part of developing the skill, learning how to not take rejection personally. Because in the beginning, we do. That, that's a muscle that has to be developed. I would walk away from auditions crying. Especially in the beginning, I'd be on the bus crying. Because, you know, you, you take it personally. You want it so bad. You've worked with a lot of big celebrities, a lot of big shows. You have to be on the ball, right? You have to be a professional, you know? What's it like when you land in that spot? You go in, you do your job, you stay out of the way. You are a professional when you get there. That means you go going prepared. You're on time. Preparation means I know what it is I'm doing. I know. And I ask questions. If I'm confused, that means that we're going to do this take over and over and over again. So I want to get it straight from the get-go. Okay, you want me to go here? You want me to hit here? You want me to stay the line when I'm moving? Or you want me to stay the line when I get there? I want to be as clear as I possibly can. That lets them know that you are a professional also. The reason that they bought you in is because they like what you did in the audition and they believe that you can do the job. A lot of people will go in, especially if they're new or this is the first job, and they go in and they're scared and they're tense and they're, oh, I don't want to be in the way and I, you know, and I'm scared. No, go in, be a professional. If you got a question to ask, ask. Of course, you're going to ask the first AD or, or the second AD. You're not going to, you know, bother the director with a lot of questions, but, you know, you want to be as clear as precise and concise as possible because nobody wants to be there all day. They want you to do this. Let's do it and let's move on. A lot of the actors coming up now are coming up in a very digital, yeah, digital world. Like literally, the way that you got started, it's different for actors today. They have to have clip libraries and photo libraries, and they have to match their submissions to the role. Like if you're going to play a cop, you've got to have a cop clip and a cop photo. I mean, to get in those rooms just to get seen for the the first time in casting offices. I know that's not how it was when you were going, when you were getting started. It changed a lot, you know, that, that you do have to do that. It used to be you had two headshots, a smiling shot, right. and a shot, and that was it. They they could look at everything and say, okay, he, he can play a judge or he can play a senator or he can play, you know, whatever. So you, you had two headshots and you had a real. Do you fight for your own? Because, I mean, listen, you've been doing this for so long that you have relationships in the casting industry. Yeah. They know you. So yeah. at this point, are you still building relationships on your own with casting offices and directors? Yeah, that's nonstop. You have to, yeah. I think that that's something, unless, until you become a star, <laughs> you're going to always have to keep building those relationships. And I don't mean, you know, kissing butt or but, you know, and schmoozing, but, you know, casting director wants you to get the job. They want you to come in. They want you to be the one. Because then their job is over. I can go on to the next role. And, What's it like when you work with people like that on scenes? Oh, my God. That's the best thing you can do is to work wow. with one of that magnitude, somebody that's better than you. And even when you're working on set, you know, I mean, every time I've worked on something uh, with someone who, who, you know, I've worked with John Travolta, I walked away with more, you know, uh, work with, with John Boyd, I walked away with more, you know, oh, my God, okay. Uh, shortcuts, things that that, that that you didn't consider before, you know. So, as old as I am, I'm constant. I'm steadily, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly challenging myself. I'm constantly trying to find something new. I can't settle, even if it's oh that was great. Okay, I can't let that go here. I can't settle for that. I gotta keep, you know. It's just like I said about my buddy calling me the other night. 
saying this was, you know, okay, I can't let that go to my head. Okay, but I do know I'm, I'm doing the work. I got to continue to do the work and I got to continue to learn along the way. And what I like to do is when I learn something or if I get something, I try to share that with someone else. How do you tell the truth in a scene? Well, first of all, you know, we are about full-on commitment, do all the groundwork. And then the other thing is, is staying in the moment. One of the biggest traps, I was coaching a kid this morning, one of the biggest traps for actors is knowing what's coming, knowing knowing what's at the end of the scene, knowing knowing how the play ends, knowing everything is coming. But I have to uh, deal with it like it's the first time I've heard it every time, every take, you know, in between takes. OK, this time I'm going to try this and just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always uh, searching. I'm always trying to discover. I can't settle because telling the truth is really staying connected, staying committed. You hear him talk about moment to moment reality, staying in the moment. Thank you, Stan. I love you so much. God bless you. And the biggest thing I can tell you guys, like I said before, it sounds like a broken record. Do not quit. Thank you for coming in and sharing your experience. We really appreciate it. I, hope I love you. you. Okay, take care. I love you too. Hey, thanks for listening. And I never want to end a podcast without saying these words. Now repeat after me. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am worthy. Yes, you are. And I love you. Tune in next week for my next podcast episode. Have a great week and I'll see you then.